Welcome to Belmont Banter, the official podcast of Whitstable Town FC. Every week we chat to ex-players, supporters and invited guests here on Belmont Banter. Welcome to the official podcast of Whitstable Town FC. Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Belmont Banter. And, uh, well, let's call him an old mate because this is part three for Jimmy Strauss. <laughs> Hi, Jimmy. How are you doing? Hi, Tony. Thank you very much for uh, for seeing, seeing <laughs> me again. Yeah, hopefully we can we can get to to the end of it and uh, and, and and then we can see where we go from there. But, okay, uh, we will. Very yeah. much appreciate you getting me on again, and thank you very much. It's very, very kind, and, you know, I'll just... Um, I'm just grateful for being asked, really. So, yeah, thank you. No, you're welcome. So where did we get up to then? Where were we last time? Well, we kind of got to the point where, really, I, I kind of, I suppose, my kind of football career as such, whether it be in the in the non-league kind of semi-professional era, was kind of coming to an end, I suppose. And I would have been around about my early 30s. And um, I, I always wanted, I, I wanted to, to play at the highest level that I could possibly play at and also work and have a, and have a working life as well so, so that I could have something to fall back on because I was never going to look back on it. And even when I was at that age, I was never going to, you know, in my mind, um, going to make any decent money out of it. But I was going to enjoy it as much as I possibly could. Yeah. to the highest possible level and then see where it took me. And I always wanted to get into coaching. As I said, I think in the first part that we mentioned about I did my first half badge which was the FA half badge back when I was about I don't know maybe 18 19 so then when I when I finished playing like I say in the conference I went I just kind of missed everything out and I and I had the opportunity to go to Maidstone who were in the Kent League at that at that time but also a little bit of management as well with with Faversham and Canterbury but really, I was thinking about this over the last kind of few days that we've had our kind of break as um, we need it because the amount of time that we've been together now telling these stories. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I was thinking about it actually. That you know, really, my my eldest is is at Chatham at the moment, and uh, he's with Carl Larriman and um, and Scott Lindsay over there, and you know, they're two fantastic kind of adverts for coaching coaching ability management ability you know what they want to bring to the to football you know the experience they have and everything like that but I, th- I I thought then what what I started so going all the way back again it, when I was uh, coming home from being in the army I would kind of drop in and play for a local side called Tenham and Linstead and they were I think a league below the Kent League at the time and I was 19 or so something like maybe 20 and that was just a great, fun time playing for teams. Like, and I remember scoring some, you know, a couple of goals to them and playing with some really old heads, hardened kind of yeah, that that level footballer, you know, passionate, love to play, then go down to the pub and have a beer. And it was a massive learning curve for me because there was some good players. Roly Graham was playing for this team. Wow. There were some really, really good players in this side. And uh, I remember scoring a goal away up at, I think it was just outside of uh, Bexley Sig Cup way, a team called Pratt Bottom or something like that. I can't even remember the name of it now. But anyway, it was 
I scored this goal and I'd run away as if I was scored in the World Cup and, you know, I was only a kid. And as, as they all got hold of me, all of these oldest, old sweats and everything, they grabbed hold of me and they said, don't you ever, ever do that again. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. But it is a, that is, you know, it, it's the passion that you have and the learning that you get from people like that to, to that, that grounds you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not to get too carried away with it because wherever you play, whatever level you're at, you know, it is at the end of it, it's, it's just a game. It's just a game. And I know everyone gets passionate about it and, you know, everyone wants to do well and they want to see their, you know, their, their siblings doing well and everything like that. I get, I do understand. I get that 100%. But um, for me now, it's, it is all about development. So, yeah, so my career kind of really started there in that Kent League thing. And then, you know, I, I love, you know, I... I like I say, you know, with sitting born and everything like that. But, you know, then I come back to be able to play with under a manager that I had, you know, numerous games with and against when I was a kid. And Mark, you know, he was what a what a left foot he had on him. Unbelievable. And when he came to me after I'd done all, you know, the Canterbury, the Faversham, the Maidstone, I think it went to well. I think I played it well in as well. I did my rounds really in Kent football, but um, but you know coming then coming to Whitstable, and I was just like you know what he got set up there, the way that he was doing. You know, people were saying to me, "It's not. It won't work. It won't work. What Mark's doing there, it won't work. He's trying to play football. He's trying to do too much." And I was like thinking, do you know what? I'm going to. I want to do this because I want to play for a team that want to try and play football properly and you know given it give an impression to the younger kids coming up and the teams you're playing against that you don't have to kick it long all the time you know no, I've got no disrespect against the likes of Bill Williams and, and Clive Walker who I played under for numerous years and they're and they're you know fundamentally that it was all about you know obviously you've got that you know, it's a job for some people and it's on the line and they need to win games. If they don't win games, they're not going to be manager or coach. And I can understand that. And, you know, but playing in games like that, you needed, you know, you needed to have an engine on you. You needed to be fit. But then coming to Mark, and I remember doing one of the first training sessions at the uh, up at, uh, it was a 3G that they hired out. I think it was up at uh, the top of some school just outside, just in just outside Whitstable where they were training. And um, he'd set this he set this drill up, you know, playing into playing into the middle, pushing it wide, going playing it long, as in on the floor, back again. And and you know, all the players were involved, all the players had a, had the ball and there was lots of interactions. And I just thought at that point then I just thought, yeah, this is this is for me. I'll, I'm going to enjoy this. Because at that time as well, I've been doing a lot of my coaching badges as well. And I was thinking, you know, if that's what it's all about. That's what the kids will want when I start coaching them. And I and I suppose, you know, subconsciously, you know, I was looking at that then and I was thinking, yeah, I can use this. I can use this on our sessions that I do with the kids. And, and I, it was just a, a pleasure to play. It was just a pleasure to be involved in a side that wanted to play football. You know, that I've listened to, you know, a couple of the, the banters that you've had on here with Rob Thomas and, you know, Andy Paul and, and, and Andy Keir and all of that, all of those kind of guys that were involved in that team. And I, and I obviously, I texted you, didn't I? It's like, yeah. 
because I was looking through to try and find some stock images of of everybody and the team and some of the you know when they won when they won the, the league and they won the cup. I can't, I can't find anything for the life of me. I probably have got some programs and some pictures tucked away somewhere, but in in a box with all my football memorabilia and and I, and I just need to go through it. But yeah. it, you know, just to rem- it was just a pleasure to play with those boys because. They were they were so professional, but at you know at, at a time where you know that to get that at that level, what Mark and Simon did was you know for me quite outstanding. Really, it was it was an impressive kind of period for for Whitstable Town, full stop. But to um, to be involved with it with it was just you know second to none and. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I, you know, there were ups and downs. Obviously, you know, that comes with everything and every any team you play with, and you know, but fundamentally, it was it was a really a real enjoyment. You know, some really good characters and 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 some really good foot good good footballers. And um, yeah, you know, it it will be something that oh, you know, I'll remember for for a long long time. And um, playing playing in that in that team with uh, Simon Halsey. And, um, and and Mark Siegs and and being in and amongst the likes of you know Laney, Keary, you know Rob Thomas, um, you know Josh Main, AC Kingy, um, you know, Tommy Martin, all of that, all of those players that are in that squad, and 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 added added to that kind of ethos at the time were at a different level, at a different level, and. They deserved everything that they got and and more. And um, I'm forever grateful for you, really, in 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 seeing faith in what Mark was saying to you about signing me. And and I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it. And I just wanted to just make sure that you know that is on record, really. And you know, over and above that, you know, outside of outside of me and what Mark spoke about me and everything like that, you know, you had you had Fuley in goal. It was just immense for the team. Not you know, while I was there, but also before and after. And um, yeah, it was just brilliant. I loved it, every minute of it. And and I think, like I say, I think that's kind of then made that transition for me now where I am coaching with Canterbury Youth, with the kids that I've, you know, now got and got and, and going into like this under-18s now, you know, coming up again. I know Mike Cousins does the stuff for Whitstable at that, at that age group as well. So, you know, we have... We have some good games against their 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 boys and, and players, but but we need more. Personally, we need more people like Mark Seeger. We need more people like the Carl Aramans. You know, it, it, it is about winning. I get that, totally get that. When you're playing senior senior football, but there's also a part to it that is about still about development. You know, development for me is two hundred percent for kids all the way through to their under 18, under 19s, even, you know, up to these under 23s now that they're playing. And, um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people don't realise, a lot of people don't take that on board. You know, there's no, we're not, we're not going to go and win the World Cup on, on the Sunday Sunday morning. You're not, you know, that's not happening. It's not, you've just got to enjoy what the kids are doing and, and let them play, let them enjoy it and develop it and, you know, maybe one of them might might go and do something. But um, and then you know, when you get to that stage of playing for a local team 
and I was I listened to that Rob uh, Rob Thomas one, and it, that was really interesting. I didn't realise how much he'd been at Whitstable. Yeah, you know, from from such a young age. Yes, you know, he had a couple of years out that he said when he was doing his his athletics, but from such a long, young age to stay with the club, to see the progress and and get there uh, to the first team was just you know again it's, it, it gives a great it's a great inspiration for for any other kid, but. But I would say, though, you know, you don't necessarily have to be at a club, a senior club that's got a senior side. No. You, you know, you need to look for you need to look for the right the right coach that's doing the right things, you know, with development and looking at, you know, everything that goes with that. Not just not just winning football matches, but, you know, developing their social interactions, developing their, their psychology around it, the, the technical aspects, you know, and giving them, you know, stresses that are in comfortable situations where, where they can, where they can make mistakes and not be worried about it. Yeah. You know, receiving the ball on the wrong foot or playing in a different position. Yes. But, 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 but understanding that the coach on the side isn't going to be annoyed about them, you know, giving the ball away if they're doing the right thing. You know, one thing that happened for me at the weekend with um, we played over on the uh, Isle of Sheppey against Sheppey, and they're a good, good side, strong side, got a good setup, and we we were we were winning two 0 at halftime, could have been three, but when the boys all come off and we had our team talk at halftime, the biggest thing that I was impressed with was with how they managed not to concede a corner, and the the goals that we scored were fantastic. You know, one day over a beer or something. I'll show you the clip because we video our games as well. Yeah. But the biggest thing for me was how they did not concede a corner to a point where there was at one point where the ball was going off and one of the boys worked worked so hard to get across, stopped it. Another boy saw that what he was trying to do, got there to shield the ball. Then he played it to him and then we played out from the back. And I was just, I, you know, for me that I said to him, I said, that that is, that's what it's all about. It is. You're, you know, yeah. Those kind of things that you're, you're they're learning as part and parcel of the whole game, not just going out there, kick the ball long, yeah. get in the box, score a goal, win a game. So yeah, so this part of my you know is is for me you know the end really. I suppose. I mean, uh, well, I'll, I'll say that, but maybe not. I'm, maybe I'm not. interested. I mean, I am interested now that. You know, probably I've done this, you know, obviously every parent would do selfishly. I'm doing it from children to make sure, you know, and I'm not being disrespectful to anyone out there, I hope, when I say that, you know, I've done it to support them. I know that our coaches out there that are, you know, far better than me, far better than me. But, you know, I wanted to be part of their growing up and, and watch them enjoy the, the game of football. So now, you know, now they're off to doing their own stuff with these te- the other teams. Like I say, you know, my oldest is at Chatham. But um, something kind of in me now is saying, well, maybe it might be a time to get back into the game at, at a senior level. But that's a difficult, <laughs> you know, I say that, you know, not, not flippantly because I know how, you know, how much commitment is needed. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see. But I mean, you know, you never know. For me, it's probably more of a coaching Coaching role, you know, when I had, when I was with Justin Lutchford, you know, what a lot. I mean, the, the guy is just 100%, 200 mile an hour every minute of the day. And, um, you know, that he was a, he's, he's a funny character. Huh. But he, he knows what he wanted. He knows what he wanted to do. And how yeah. he, I enjoyed working with him. You know, like, 
like I'd say, with um, you know all the all the kind of players that I played with for, for one, but also the managers and coaches that I, I've been um, privileged to kind of play under. It's um, they've all been all have brought something different. Can I just make build, a yeah? comment about Mark and? Something stuck with me with Mark when he was with us. Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. And I had a conversation with him one day, and I'm paraphrasing this because I can't remember exactly what he said. Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. And it was almost like trying to find out what the key was to what he was doing. And he said something to me along the lines of, I want to. I want them to be the best player they can be, but I want to make sure they've got the tools to do the job from me and Simon. But also, I want them to play without fear. And he said that to me is something. He said it goes back to what you were saying: making a mistake yeah. and not yeah. being castigated for it, not being told off. For yeah. It. Um, yeah. But he also said that he needed to be. He needed to set a standard. He needed to be as professional as he could be now yeah. up until then we'd never had a manager turn up in a suit and tie i mean mark was always dressed for the occasion every every time and that transposed into the team and oh, that, and that sort of set the standard it's almost like going to school and you've got to wear a uniform you feel part of the school more than if you yeah. just turn up ragtag and bobtail so yeah. that was my only comment but back to, no, back to what you said yeah, no, I mean, listen, look, I, I, you know, I, I know Mark, I know, I know him well, and um, you know, it just shows, you know, with him as a character, what he he's gone through as a person, anyway, you know, sure. with, with everything that he he's had to go through and how he's he's fought and got through that, and he's still, you know, you know, he's there, strong, ready to go every day, you know, it, it, it is it is inspirational, yeah, and. Yeah. Um, you know, if any, you know, young kid is going to listen to this or pick up on anything when they kind of, you know, are looking back in whatever club they want to go to, one, you know, one, there's always someone out there that you can look to, you know, obviously with, and I've got the football in on the background here at the moment, but they are, they're inspirational characters when they're yeah. on the TV all the time, but there are those characters next door. You in know, they are, area. Yeah, I agree. in the local area, there are, there are people that, that you know that have done things that you, you just well and and it's there for everybody. You just got to have a bit of desire, a bit of belief, but also you know not to be scared about going out there and trying it. And these you know these characters that we I've grown up with and and we've all been around that have had these experiences and they've got knowledge and. Uh, they're, 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 they're talking about it, you know. Even here on your on your on your podcast, it, you know, is what any young kid wants to do, whether it is in football, at work, wherever. You know, they've got to they've got to trust themselves, but also, you know, understand it, it, at times it will be difficult, but yeah, not, yeah. To, not not to not to roll over and think, oh, okay, you know, I, I would love to see, you know, all of everybody in this local area you know that's one of my passions is about local football in Kent I, I you know I think I brought this up before it's just not it's not um you know it's just the way it I suppose we are you know laid out as a county it is difficult 
to 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 generate, I suppose, that money that's needed. But you know, you don't, you you just don't know. You know, Whitstable is a is a strong footballing club that you know there's potentials to to go, you know, further than where there are at the moment. You got Canterbury City, you know, Maidstones and you know the, the chat. We well, just don't know Faversham, Chatham, yeah. Gillingham. They, yeah. they, they're all there. The Dovers and the Margates, the Ramsgates. But it just there needs to be a little bit more focus on how you can support those volunteers that are in those clubs to to just to lift it a little bit more. But I mean, listen, look, I, yeah, I I, I could uh, I could chat forever about football. I mean, I absolutely really do love it. But it, I have got to a period now where it's like you know, as I think I said before as well. You know, I do I do enjoy it. You know, other sports are good. You know, not to focus on just one. I think maybe, you know, it would be interesting to kind of know what other sports kind of kids do outside of playing football at the moment. You know, in our team, we've got five, six kids that are playing cricket for um, Whitstable, Chessfield. Um, you know, a couple of really good golfers playing badminton, all of those, all of those other sports that can get your mind thinking differently and yes. you know bring it into you know the other your your you know your just other general kind of life skills is yeah it is it, it, the reliance on volunteers at the moment to do all those sorts of things are just amazing but um but yeah i mean i i i remember coming into whitstable and, and meeting up with you <laughs> with mark on those first few days and um and, and having a chat in the stand, in the bar, in the car park, and um, yeah, I, I loved it. I, I was, I was just kind of, I just wanted to play. I wanted to be at a place where I could try and play a bit of football. And I, you know, I, like I said, and and I've said all along, I'm not the gracious of players, but I knew what my limits were. And Mark was willing to trust me with that. And you know, I wasn't going to set the world alight, but I was going to support his his theories, his ethos, and and help help the team on the way, hopefully. And we did. I mean, we, we did it in droves, really. I mean, Certainly to be did. fair. Yeah, fantastic. But, you know, being in that, with, the, with the kids in that team at the time, and, watch, and being part of that and watching some of the football we played and entertaining people, where it was, um, yeah, it was brilliant. I loved it. Loved every minute. It was good. Yeah. It really was. Well, yeah. that was a period I think which we were luck. I was lucky enough to be involved with. You, of course, were. But it it, it sort of changed. It changed the ethos a bit of Whitstable. It moved it on a step. And I think now with the new chairman Mike involved as well, it is bringing the club forward again. And I think we've got some really really exciting times. I tell you what, if you if you get the chance and you're in, have you been down to Whitstable lately? I have. I haven't actually. No, I haven't. I've, um actually probably going to pop over to the cricket ground tomorrow well um, okay have a look i don't know if, it, if it's open and you get the chance to walk through you go and have a look yeah. you'll, be, you'll be surprised they've, they've made some yeah. real real big changes down there no really. that's good it's good yeah and it'd be lovely to see that you know it, it, it is so hard it really is yeah. to get the right players to get that mix you know what mark did at that time very very difficult it really is oh yeah and i look now and i think and I, I'm just sitting here thinking now, it's just like, you know, to bring them all together and, and to, you know, the young kiddie up front, Kingy, was it? Kingy, yeah. 
But it was just, I don't know, what did he actually go on to play at any any higher? Well, he 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 played at Folkestone. He was he won he went um he also played at um Tunbridge Angels. He played at Maidstone as well. And I think he could have gone on higher. But if you speak to Kingy now, he's honest enough to admit that he wasn't in the right place a lot of the time. He knows full well. He actually said on air that if I could tell my 16-year-old self what I know now, I would have gone a lot further. Yeah, yeah, no, 100% agree with that. And that is a lot, that is a big, that's interesting because that is exactly, you know, what I'm telling what I'm telling all all the kids that I come across, you know, and, I, and I've had, I've been so privileged to be able to coach some really good kids. I mean, like outstanding kids, but just the attitude is all wrong. And you try to just to turn them to get them to understand that, you know, they need to put this hard work in to, to be a, to be, to go to the next level. And, and that's, that's the key every time, you know, like I said to you on the first time, it's like, I'd get to a level and I think, yeah, 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 okay, I can deal with this. And people and coaches would say that to me, you're doing okay. And I think, right, okay, what do I need to do next to get, and I'll go again. Yeah. And, and I'll push again, desire again, push hard. You know, training is so key. If you don't put in 200% in your training, you can forget it. Yeah. You can absolutely forget it. You, you have got to put in every, every effort because then when you play, it comes so easy. Jim, I've said, said, just reiterating what you just said, really, I've said this before, and you will know about this as well. This is a point that you've just highlighted with the kids. Ages of 16 to 18, that's the fundamental time when they're either switched on and will will last the course or not. And there's three things, to my mind, that uh, are involved in that. There's either peer peer pressure from their mates, uh, education, they go on to uni or whatever, and then completely drop off the radar or there's girls and if they get if they get over those hurdles and they're still 100% committed then they're interested in football you say yeah see see then that that's yeah you're you're 100% I get that and um you know I I I like a drink I I like to have a drink every now and again when I was when I was at my height playing you know, people would go like say, "I'll come up for no, 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 I'm not having a drink, not having a drink, no, not doing that," because I've got a game two days time. I'm not eating that food because I've got a game in two days time. I eat this food. It, yeah. it does, like I said to you, it takes over. You have to, you have to understand that you've got to, you know, push these things aside. And that's where you, that you, you're right. That's where everyone, the, the ones that are, the ones that creep out of that, they're the ones that you want. They might not be the most technical at, at that period in time. But if you can get hold of those types of players that have got that desire, then that they will go far because awesome. the, the the you know the, I've seen so many so many players have played with as well. You know, I played with a player called Gerald Dobbs, who came out of Wimbledon and he was part of he was in and around Wimbledon at the time of the crazy game. And um, oh, what a player! What a player! He was so gifted, so gifted, and yet. I, I, we played in the game away at um, Hayes on a on a on a midweek uh, Tuesday night. I think it was. It was freezing. I mean, it was bitter. It was ah, oh, it was evil. And uh, he he was left footed, and we went out for the warm up, and he was yeah, just going through his paces and everything like that. And he came in, he said, oh, "I'm not up for this. I'm not playing." 
And he was like, I looked at him and going, what do you mean? He said, no, no, I don't like it. He's, don't like it. Got out, he started, kicked off. Yeah. And I'm, I'm calling over to the bench. And I'm, and I'm calling over to the bench saying, you've got to get him off. He's, he doesn't even want to be here. And he literally just walked off the pitch, conference game. Unbelievable. I say that's amazing. It is, it is. And, and But you say, you know, these are the things that get they get into people's heads. The psychology side of it is is massive. Whether you are, you know, 10, 12 or, or 20 or 25 years old, you know, you've got to get, you know, monkey that's on your shoulder telling you one thing and your head saying another. You, you've got to, that's the biggest fight that anybody will have over anything, you know, whatever, you know, whether they're fighting to stay alive because, you know, they've got cancer or something like that, or they're, you know, day-to-day kind of working at work. Um, and and it, is, it is through everything. And sport is, is again, another one that is huge with that. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, to say to the kids at the moment uh, and, you know, just to say to them, but like you said, you go to university, don't give up because no. university has those channels where you can, you can go and play football. You can represent. Well, look, at, look at you. Look at you. Yeah, what yeah. you did. And I knew nothing about that. When I when I went back to college at twenty six years old, I knew nothing about the world student games. And I'd been, you know, I'm playing at conference level. And I, I then mentioned to someone about I was going back. And he said, "Oh, you should have a look at playing for the playing for the Great Britain." And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, go and put yourself forward." And that was it. Really? Next year, I'm representing Great Britain and then playing against Brazil, Uruguay, and and I forget the other team was now, but I mean it was just yeah, it was Holland and Belgium and everyone. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but but it is it is you know I don't mean to be again I don't mean to be flipping about that, but I just you know I want I was talking to a guy called uh, Matt Goss today, playing golf over at Faversham, and and this we were talking about these types of things. You know, he's great. He, he's a good good golfer. He plays plays well, but and uh, absolutely tore me apart. But anyway, apart from that, right, he, we were talking about all of these things that it's about just giving anybody, really, the understanding that there are these opportunities out there. Yeah. You know, you don't have to go and be this all-singing, all-dancing superstar to achieve, to achieve something. You know, you can, you, can do it, you can do it just by just being interested. Yeah. But you can't do it. You cannot do it by thinking it's going to be given to you on a plate. No, that that is that is you can that will never happen. You know, I talk to Kiri, Kiri a lot, and um, his boy is a super runner. He's he, Jamie, and um, he's doing really really well. And I see him out around where I live, and he's he's running the payments. He's out in you know cross country training, 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 even to the point where now I think. I think Kiri may even be kind of putting himself forward for some sort of um, old old age pensioners kind of running at the moment in athletics. He is flying. He is flying. I'm telling you. Oh man, he is he's on fire because he's out with him. He's out. He's out yeah. He's like he's picked it up. So it is, and it is that he's, he's Jamie has got that desire to to do well and. That's and it, it, it is lovely. It's lovely to see. It really is. And, you know, if that if there's just one thing that comes out of kind of anything that I do for any any boys that I've kind of coached, then, you know, it would be, it'd be just, um, it would just be good to, just to, good to see. It would be good for the area. It would be good for... Yeah, it's great. Be, you know what I mean? It's, 
you know, and it's not, you know, I hate that. I, I won't go into the, into details about it, but it, I just get annoyed at, yeah. with the way that some things are set out about, you know, how people do things and in, 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 you know, in real football terms, it's like, you don't just take it easy. It's not, yeah. not worth worrying. You know what I mean? It's no, not I worth know. worrying. I know that I do worry about it and I do get frustrated every now and again, but fundamentally I just, if I'm, feel myself doing it especially more more so now i would just you know tell myself just take a step back chill because you you, you it's no point worrying about it because you, you know it's done i mean it's a big thing for me i say to the boys listen look once it's done you can't change it no you can't change it <laughs> you know it's gone you have to you have to focus your mind and get on with it again um if if we were to sum up jim i mean we're, we're getting near the end of the chat now time wise i'm afraid we'll probably want to do chat for soon but, i'd uh, love to love to but everyone everyone would be starting to switch off totally. no 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 let's let's just summarize a bit where you are at the moment now you've had your career you're really obviously it's, it's as plain as eggs on my face to see that you're you you're so into coaching now but you may just be looking towards a little bit more than coaching management maybe yeah i mean listen look i i, I feel as if my my kind of lot my my line is, is somewhere there definitely um i do you know i my man management skills are okay i suppose i mean just look people will complain about some things that i do and others will think it's you know brilliant yeah and that's that's the way it is i think i think i have more to give from a from a general coaching perspective but nowadays you know some of these managers are head coaches yes and, and the wording is different in it is it's way you think and when i when i did go into my first kind of you know with justin and and a guy called simon austin they were more they were there to do that side of things and even now to this day you know like i said to you with with um earlier on, on our on our one of our other I think it was part 510. Um, <laughs> and, we, and I mentioned the likes of Matt Pichicaran and, and Dave yeah. Fulton. And, you know, they they do all that hard work for me so that I can just focus on, you know, giving good sessions to, for, for whether it is the kids or whether it's adult sides yeah. to to learn from playing a game. So that's that's where I think I, 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 see, I see myself going, really. I would like to get into a good enough level where I will get you know the professionalism as well that I need and I must admit you know the under 16 side at the moment Canterbury Youth uh, you know they are professional good they they act they act professionally they want to learn you know all the kids there you know I could name all but they all know if they they know what to do they turn up they do the right things they set stuff out they get themselves warmed up properly they get into the drills properly. They, they, they're just they, they, they're just prof a professional outfit at a young age, and so I'm, you know, and the parents can see that the kids are learning. I think, yeah, I think I don't know. Let's see, let's see. A couple of years down the line, might be coaching somewhere. I don't know, All but right. um, I think it would be. It, it's got to be a, a level that I'm going to, you know, get that feed, feedback, feedback that is yeah. professional. Well, I don't, I don't really want to stop it, but I've got to because of the time restraints. What I will say is this isn't goodbye from Jimmy Strauss. This is uh, 
this is a pause really and <laughs> what i'd probably like to do jimmy is we're just coming to start of the football season um and you're at the moment with the under 16s at canterbury so let's wish you well there and have a great season involved with them and let's Thank see you. let's see where you are at the end of this season and you can then come back and talk to us about it and there'll be people you're you're quite right this conversation that we've been having might be too structured around coaching and everything else to interest some people i guarantee there will be a few that will be hooked on what you're saying and they'll be waiting for part four at the end of yeah. the, at the end of the season we're, we'll wrap it up there now but we'll hear from jimmy again well as i say the end of the season so uh, springtime next year sometime when uh, let's hope we're out of covid as well that'll be wonderful wouldn't it eh? yeah look it's been it's been an absolute pleasure tony and it's uh, i'm really really honestly grateful for you know inviting me on and and the work that you are you know doing at the moment as well getting you know what is now what i think it's over 50 60 people coming yeah. onto your channel it is absolutely fantastic and hopefully it goes on for a, a, a long time to come as well and it is you know for me listening to a couple of the podcasts and talking to you now is an absolute pleasure and inspirational thank you very much you're more than welcome and thank you for those kind words you're making me feel slightly embarrassed because all i'm doing is giving every everyone a platform to tell their story and what i would say to anybody else listening is although it's on behalf of whitstall town football club it's not whitstall town football club exclusively if they have some connection in a loose way to whitstall excuse me in a loose way to whitstall even having only played at the ground a couple of times in passing with another side that's good enough for us because it's everyone's football story from me here at belmont banter and jimmy strouts on the end of the phone I think you're going to pick the wife up soon, aren't you, Jim? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she's out. She's out partying. I've got to look after everything at home. Very nice too. So thanks very much, everyone, and we'll speak again soon. Cheers, Jimmy. Thanks, Tony. Thank you. Thank you very much, mate. Well done. Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is FibreTech UK Limited. They are providers of optical fibre services to the telecoms industry, specialising in optical fibre provision, local and long haul. We offer a full turnkey solution to our clients throughout London and the south of England. Contact us through the website for more details. Your host, Tony Rouse, every week on Belmont Banter. For news about local football in Kent and beyond. I do hope that you've enjoyed today's episode of Belmont Banter. Don't forget there's a new episode out every week which comes out on a Sunday night, early Monday morning. And you can leave your suggestions for a guest to invite at the end. And leave a like and don't forget to pass it on to all your mates. Cheers.